Our screens may be all different sizes this year, but our films will have the same sized impact. They'll shake you, move you, and refuse to leave you. Mark our words. Groundbreaking stories are very much to be continued. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spoiler Warning Podcast. This is our TIFF 2020 uh, review of Shiva Baby. I'm Christopher Schneezy. And I'm Stephen Miller. And if you're joining us for the first time, the Spoiler Warning Podcast is a weekly film review program. Each week in the show, we're going to dive in, debate, discuss, and argue over the latest films coming to a streaming platform near you. Except for in this batch of films, um, it is that time of year again. Um, it is festival season um, this week, uh, or I guess starting last week. The 2020 Toronto International Film Festival started, and we are fortunate enough to be able to partake in some of that uh, event. Um, some of the films went digital, uh, which is pretty cool. And uh, yeah, then next week or the week after that, the New York film festival is going to be going on um so we're, we're getting ready for a string of films that you probably won't be able to see but <laughs> the good old days <laughs> you'll be able to come back later in the future and re-listen to these if uh any of the names stick out in the future uh so how did it feel steven to be able to see your first like i mean this still wasn't in theaters but like did, did it feel like we were back like this is back to the real film going experience Honestly, it, it did, and it surprised me. I, like, I don't know what the alchemy is that made it feel more real than like a normal VOD release that we'd be reviewing. Because we've had big movies come out. You know, we've had movies from directors I love come out. Like, uh, I'm thinking of ending things, right? But yeah. for some reason, sitting to watch uh, Shiva Baby, like the fir the first one that we'll be talking about. Um, it felt different. Like I felt a kind of excitement that I haven't felt from the VOD season the last six months. And I think it's just the, it's the high wire act of knowing like this is premiering and it is like limited and it requires some effort to see that like made it feel more special. I don't, yeah. I don't really know what it is, but there's something about it that I just, I was so happy to just be watching a movie again and feel like, the rush of like I am sitting down to watch a movie for the first time. Uh, I I'd missed it. I hadn't felt it lately, um, and I'm glad to get get my mojo back. Yeah, no, definitely for me too. I mean, it, it is kind of funny. Like, it's hard to pinpoint exactly where it comes from, but I mean, we're we're usually watching the films that are VOD just on the weekend because that's the time off. And this was like, no, you have to watch these on certain nights. So it's it's yeah. it it feels more like a real premiere. Um, we're still, you know not going to a theater so that's missing but there there was just something special about watching all of these films um that has been that has been like yes the film season is back <laughs> the world yeah, is not and it dying isn't because it isn't because of the quality necessarily being like so much better than a typical vod release it's just the it's the specialness yeah i, I can't put my finger on it. it there's just something to it that I feel like my focus is way higher than it had been with a lot of VOD lately. Um, and I don't know why. I just, I was able to channel in that feeling of I am sitting down to watch a movie that is starting rather than I'm hitting play. Um, I don't know why, but mentally that feels very different. Yeah. Cool. Um, well, we're going to find out exactly how different 
this felt um we're about to give you a review of shiva baby as usual there is not a trailer for this at least that i know of um given that this film hasn't actually been released and they probably haven't cut a trailer for it um so we're just going to start i'll give a short description of the film and then we can go into it uh shiva baby basically follows a young jewish girl who um goes with her parents to a funeral and it sort of involves basically just the time at this funeral and all of the hijinks that happened there. <laughs> Stephen Miller, what did you think of Shiva Baby? I think this is the kind of movie that I would have never seen if not for the fact that there is a festival going on. Uh, and I was glad that I saw it. Like, I, I think this is a, a bit of a trifling movie. Like, it, it isn't like this is a movie that when it ended, I was like, whoa, my mind is blown. I'm going to be raving about this forever. <laughs> but it's the kind of movie that... It is very specific and it has like a very particular story to tell. And it's really just a day in this hellish party for a person who is kind of, I'm not even going to say grappling, but it, it, it it's a person who is like in this world of people. I don't know if they're all strict Jewish people, but they're certainly all observant. And she's kind of in a somewhat closed knit community. And then also feeling a need to break free from that. Um, and I, I I really liked the dynamic there. It felt like a very kind of personal movie that was very funny <laughs> in like a dark way. Um, <laughs> honestly, Fred Malamed helps. I'm, I'm always so happy when I see him in things. <laughs> um, he, uh, he gave me a lot of joy. But yeah, it's just like subversive and dark. And it had a good kind of claustrophobic feeling as she like tries to survive a party where everyone else is you know, breathing down her neck, trying to ask how she's doing, what's she doing after she graduates, blah, blah, blah. And it just gets progressively more <laughs> hellish for her <laughs> to to survive it. And yeah, I enjoyed that. I'm, I'm going to do that thing that is strange where I compare it to a movie I've not seen, <laughs> uh, which is Krisha. Because <laughs> uh, I, I, I remember the way everyone talked about uh, Trey Edward Schultz's... That's, that's the guy, right? I think that's the well, guy. I'm just going to we'll roll say, with that. We'll name. say sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, when, when when everyone talked about uh, Trey Edward Schultz's debut film, that's like a a family Thanksgiving that is made to feel horrific because of the kind of breakdown that is going on with a character. And this is what I feel like everyone was saying that other movie was, where it just it manages to capture the claustrophobia of being surrounded by people in a kind of emotional pressure cooker situation. So yeah, I, I liked it. It was it wasn't major in any way on honestly it was it was very festival you know this is not the kind of movie that i necessarily think everyone needs to rush out and see but i was happy for it i felt like it set the tone for the festival well as like okay i'm ba i'm back in festival mode now i can do this yeah like i i think that is exactly what happened to me i mean th this was like the first thing that we watched for this festival and it was like oh my god oh my god oh my god this is a festival movie it's, we're watching we're watching we're watching, watching it and i i just i found myself having like an immense amount of fun with this um i it, it's strange too because this is you know it's a dark comedy but it's scored like a horror film like it, yeah. it's all it's like straight up like Ari Aster like weird yeah, or creepy like th turny things is what the score reminded me of too yeah. it's very like like percussive and strings that are kind of off-putting. Yeah, like something is always just wrong, even when everything in the scene seems to be going fine. And I think that um, just it, it was, it's a very simple story. And 
this film isn't necessarily trying to do a lot, but it has so much packed in. And it's just amazing to see like, okay, I understand the scenario and I see all these pieces that have just been lined up and they're ready to be knocked over. Um, and you're just like, oh my God, what is going to happen next? What is going to happen next? And to see the spiraling of what's going on and how much they pile on top of her um, and kind of like raise the stakes for everything. And then how many people keep getting shoved together into conversations. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I found myself constantly like giggling and like being a little fearful and like some of the people in this cast, I I recognize, but for the most part, this is not a film that is like led by a bunch of people who I would have picked to see this film because they're in it. Um, so it, right. it, I I was really surprised to see like just a story which, if you just read the description, wouldn't immediately scream you're going to have an awesome time watching this turned into a film that like I had an awesome time uh, watching it, and I think that yeah, I I just it. <laughs> It, it kept me going the whole time. And I think even like the ending shots are just great the way it culminates together <laughs> in like oh, yeah. the setup of what the last scene is. Um, so I, yeah, I, I, had, I had a great time with it. And yeah, I think it did, it did set the festival off right. Cause I think that if there was a real downer of a film, not, not even like emotionally, but if there was a film that started off the festival where it was like, man, I did not like this, it would have soured mm -hmm. my expectation for everything. But I think starting with this one it, 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 it was it was it was like when you go to the beach um on when you're younger it's a super hot day and you know it's san diego and like the water's like cold and you gotta like you know you gotta wade in a little bit and i thought like this is yeah. the perfect way to get not too many waves everything was good and it ended up just really surprising me yeah, it's a good wade in movie in part because it, it, it's very tight and short right it's it's like a simple premise Let's like set up the dominoes and then just watch them fall in and out yeah. in like under 90 minutes. Um, yeah, I like I, I thought that was a great combination. I also had that feeling of a lot of people looked familiar and I couldn't put my finger on it. Like I had to look up later. Her friend Maya is uh, played by Molly Gordon, who was in Good Boys. She's like the older girl in oh, Good Boys. Who yeah. They have to. And I was like, that's right. Why do I feel like you're an older sister? Like that was in my brain the whole time. <laughs> and I that's, didn't know why. Um, that's probably where I was remembering her from. But yeah, like everyone is like really great in the role that they have to play here. Like the lead, Rachel Sennott, I, I think she does a really good job uh, having to be this kind of acerbic protagonist um i like max like the guy who played max i thought he was like the exact right level of kind of smug douchebag <laughs> um i love the parents in this movie like i know i'm a sucker for like the jewish parent character in things i just think like I, they, like people mind so much humor from like the overbearing jewish parent and like who could be better than fred balamed doing that that's just great yeah. uh melamed just just made me laugh um i also think i i just had a few of these things on my mind already because for some reason over quarantine there have been multiple direct to streaming things about like orthodox jewish communities that i've watched like unorthodox was that netflix show um and a few other things and so i feel for some reason i felt more primed and i know here like they're clearly more <laughs> liberal they're not you know they're not like ultra orthodox or anything but i, I felt primed for the like the character of being like god i want to get out of here <laughs> i yeah i enjoyed that <laughs> and that ooh, lock your phone though that's all i'm gonna say lock your phone <laughs> <laughs> also i'm sorry but these phones lock themselves like <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unless you don't have a password, which I guess someone in this movie didn't, which yeah. seems like a poor uh, decision. I think somebody guessed the password correctly. Mm-hmm. I thought that that was implied at a point. But either way, I feel like, uh, first of all, alphanumeric passwords, <laughs> none of this like pin code bullshit. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, don't turn off the auto lock on your phone. It's just uh, common sense. Also, make sure the phone's always in your pocket. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, I'm going to ask one spoilery question vaguely enough that I don't think it will give anything away. Do you think the wife character knows anything by the end of this movie? Do you want me to answer out loud or do you? Yeah, you sure. You can answer out loud. I, I, I think for sure. Okay. I think I think 100%. But I think she's not, she's too proud to call attention to it in a scenario, in in a situation in which she is the outsider. Like she's not going to seed like any sort of negative uh, impression of her to any of the people in that room, but she's definitely going to have a big ass fight when she gets home. (laughs) She's very tactical. She's a girl boss. I get it. Yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> so yeah, that <laughs> I think that's probably going to do it for our review of Shiva Baby. Um, so let's get to verdict, Stephen. If you're going to give us a must-see, a recommend with a caveat, wait for until pass with a caveat, or a must-avoid, what would you give it? Uh, I'm going to recommend with a caveat. I feel like this was a totally good start to the festival. It's like great, like an acerbic kind of farce. Uh, simple, but just a lot of fun to watch play out. And I enjoyed it. I, I think this is a great use case of the international festivals is getting to highlight films like this that are clearly coming from a really specific point of view and just elevating that point of view uh, to an audience that might have never thought about how hellish this kind of situation would be. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm a fan. Caveat, I do think it's like minor, right? I don't think this is going to be one of the films at the festival that I'm like thinking about months from now, but it's a fun way to spend 90 minutes. I'm a, I'm a fan. Yeah, I think if, if, if you were looking at the festival and you only had like very few opportunities to see things, I wouldn't push you towards this film necessarily. But if it made it onto your docket, I'd be like, oh, you're in for a fun ride seeing that. So I'm going to give it a reckon with a caveat as well. Um, so yeah, that is our brief, but you know, well-intentioned review of Shiva Baby. Stephen Miller, if people want to find you throughout the week, where can they do that? Um, well, I'm in Canada this week, but when I'm back, you can find me. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> uh, you can find me at twitter.com slash sdavidmiller or sdavidmiller.com. People can find me at christopherinreallife.com or twitter.com slash christopherirl. You can find the podcast over at theswarthewarning.com where you can get a bunch of the back episodes of the show. If you want to subscribe to the show, you can do so on Overcast, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever podcasts are found. If you want to know when the episodes go live, you can follow us at twitter.com slash spoilerwarning, facebook.com slash thespoilerwarning, or instagram.com slash thespoilerwarning. If you want to get a hold of us directly, you can send an email to fans at thespoilerwarning.com, or you can use the contact form on our site. Music for this episode will come from the little jingle uh, that I saved from last year's tip. So, <laughs> hope you are enjoying that. Uh, oh, Canada. <laughs> I, I do just want to say, by the way, as much as I had fun with this movie at home, this is one of those things that I wish I could have seen in a theater with a bunch of people laughing. I yeah. think that would that would have elevated it even more. Yeah. Oh, wait, you didn't have the mic turned on for all the other people streaming it at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I can't, that's not a thing. 
But yeah, that is the review uh, we have to take off because we have several more reviews to record for you. So uh, we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. This is Canadian content, and it's time we take credit for it. Starting now. Oh, oh. Canada!